0: Pokey Trusts, could they be doing a better job of scrutinising where their grants end up? There are alarm bells over a so-called Children's Education Foundation in Auckland. It spanked nearly a million in Pokey Grants over three years, yet there is evidence suggesting it doesn't actually operate the services it claims. So where's the money? Martin Cheer is Chief Executive at one of the largest of the charities, Pub Charity, and is with us this morning. Uh, Thanks for being available, Martin. Good morning. No problem. Morning, Tim. Context first. I roll a dollar down the slot. How is that divvied up?
1: Uh, well, in returns to the player, about 90 cents. The remaining 10 cents are split up. About a third to the government. Um, about a sixth to the venue for hosting the machines. A sixth to the society. And, and um, the rest of it goes out in community grants. So around about $350 million a year.
0: In community grants? Yeah, and that's the total, Yeah, That's a phenomenal amount going in at the top, isn't it? Who decides what happens uh, to those profits uh, and who gets a grant?
1: For the grants that are distributed, there's there's around 35 separate societies that um, each have their own committees that um, uh, take the funds and and, then allocate them under their uh, policies.
0: Okay, and they presumably accept applications from the community and weigh those against their own uh, priorities and rules?
1: Yes, and the other applications that they're considering at the time.
0: So how much of a concern is it to hear that one organisation's got so much uh, yet apparently isn't delivering anything?
1: Well, probably the first thing I need to point out is I only know what you know from Steve Kilgallen's article. So we don't have any personal contact with this organisation. They've never applied to us. Um, However, we um, distribute around about, uh, we will process about 4,500 applications a year. And and our organisation, Pub Charity Limited, distributes about 35 million. So we've got got to have very robust processes around considering the application. So my views were based on Steve's article, based on the policies that we apply, um, and there were a number of concerns about um, the nature of the applications and and, uh, and the decisions made really based against the way we would have addressed it.
0: All right, so it's about paperwork. I mean, if I was to apply to you for money, uh, you, I, I'd have to justify why you be giving me this essentially charitable fund.
1: Yeah, the first thing is it a, is it an authorised purpose? The, the, our obligations are under our licence, under the Gambling Act, is it a, is it an activity that that meets the criteria for funding? Um, and then the actual activity, uh, there has to be some credible activity behind that. And I think this is where. Um, The applications that Steve Kilgallen has highlighted seem to fall short. Um, Simply being uh, intending to do something is not the same as actually doing it. And and, um, there are a number of tests that we would have applied to those applications that um, they would not have received funding from Pub Charity Limited.
0: So you'd have been out checking that there were actually uh, book libraries in this kind of facility?
1: Well, the, the first thing in the first year, because they're a, a very new charity, and that's, a, that's a, a a flag in itself. Um, so we don't tend to fund startups for that, exactly this reason. But the first thing we would have wanted to see would be a contract with the government and a license to operate. And my understanding is neither existed.
0: All right. So you're pretty strict. Do you think the others are adhering to uh, such tight rules?
1: Well, I'd, well, I'd, I'd like to think so. Um, and, and certainly. Um, you know the the and major incumbents, the likes of the uh, New Zealand Community Trust and the Lion Foundation, national organisations like ours, apply very strict criteria and have robust governance. Um, it just seems to be lapsed in, in this case, and, and I think those people that that made these decisions need to take a look at themselves. Um, I mean, the common denominator here is all all uh, four funders that were highlighted um, outsourced their administration to a commercial operator, and they probably need to look at that
0: so as far as uh, the organizations like charity services uh, should they be getting stuck into this kind of thing as well should they be
1: checking I, oh, i think they the the it's a retrospective process if anything i mean you can reduce yourself as a charity with some fairly basic information as this organization did but they don't come back and check after the fact although Filing returns as a part of that process, and and um and they they had failed to do so, uh, as I understand it. So, um, they were about to be struck off, according to Steve. So, perhaps the process has um, worked, but belatedly, uh, and I I don't think that's good enough. I think that you're talking about a very large amount of what is community money, and I think some sort of better due diligence should have been applied.
0: Well, particularly if you're talking about three hundred and fifty million all up. Appreciate your time this morning and your insight, Martin. Martin Cheer, who is chief executive of Pub Charity, they distribute about thirty five million of the three hundred and fifty million or so of community funds that comes out of the pokey Machines.